Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of Retirement Elevated Podcast with Sean and myself talking about investing, finance, and retirement. What's up, bud? How are you? I'm doing well, man. How are you? Pretty crazy day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, today we are taping this podcast. It's the 24th, and uh, was that like a whistle down? Like is that, was that like a, a balloon running out of air or something I heard in the background? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it should have been. Because <laughs> uh, the market's down 3.56% at the time you and I are taping this. Uh, what thousand you points. Thousand, thousand points. Thousand points. Yeah. So what's your thoughts? What do you, uh, Should we be panicking? Should we be freaking out? I mean, you know, right now it's there's a lot of factors behind it. The mm-hmm. biggest biggest one's the coronavirus. I mean, it's been in the it's been in the news, been right. in the media and and now that you know there's a significant rise in cases outside right. of China, mm-hmm. you're starting to see you know investors become more more and more spooked. You know, is there going to be a fallout economically? There's potential fallout, but sure. there it's a lot of fear that kind of built over the weekends and then or over the weekend, and then you see China's markets and, and the Asian markets topple a little bit. Mm-hmm, right. our, our domestic markets just followed suit. Okay. Um, today. Well, well, we've got that's what we're going to talk about because we got we know we people sometimes tend to overreact, so we thought we would do our part to share a little information and chat about this on this uh, episode. And um, my thought on this is a couple things. So let's talk about it from the coronavirus sort of aspect. First of all, if we're talking about an illness here, I mean, right now this thing is. I mean, yes, it's kind of scary sounding and everything, but I mean, the regular flu kills more people. Yeah, I, I mean, the the flu kills, what, 30,000 30, people a year? Yeah, in the U.S., by the way. Yeah, and that's and it hospitalizes over 200,000. I mean, that, right. and that's every single year. Right. And you know, there's, we're not, they're even, they're, what are they estimating? Maybe 10,000 people may, may, you know, may die to the coronavirus in China. Yeah, there, there's a bunch of models out there that are that are predicting that, and the the biggest fear is that this becomes a pandemic and it, it sure, passes sure. worldwide. And that's probably uh, which, the scare, right, with the Italy and South Korea, yeah, yeah, and Iran and areas are it's worrisome. But you know, right now, as it sits, the coronavirus is killing about two percent of people that it infects. They think that those numbers will probably go down based on mild cases mm-hmm. and becoming diagnosed and things like that. So it's not as big of a, a crushing blow as we may we may see. Right, right. I, I was thinking about this like SARS, for example, if we want to use that as a as a kind of a like model uh, coming out of China, you know, whatever, a decade, 2003, I think. They also did not allow some of the social media and some of the, the media points were not. I mean, it was being talked about, but I don't think a lot of information was coming out as much as it is now. I think that also adds to the fire, too. Uh, people are kind of panicking because now we're getting by the second, you know, uh, social media things and all sorts of stuff. And so I don't know. I mean, I just want if the regular flu, Sean, kills 30,000 people a year and they're saying maybe ten or 15,000 off of this. Does that warrant selling everything off and running to? cash <laughs> i mean does that make sense no absolutely not when you, when it looks when you look at planning there's two ways to look at this okay one how is my plan going to be affected by a short-term runoff you know was i fully invested in the stock market where i took a big three and a half percent hit a lot of that fear and panic comes from a little bit of the unknown right sure. yeah you know, so 
follow your plan. Make sure that you have a plan built that has the proper strategies in place to allow you to accomplish the things that, that you want. It helps you to alleviate some of the emotions of the market when you start to focus on the fundamentals of your plan and less and less about the ups and downs. Right. Okay. Um, so that, that's a, kind of the, the first one. Have, okay. have some clarity in your plan and what's going to happen. The second one is markets correct, markets rise, markets fall. We saw that you know, just recently, trade uh, concerns caused the market to correct a little bit. We saw fears from the coronavirus push us to a you know 600 point correction. Well, the recovery and the fundamentals uh, of our economics had that recover within three days. Right. So when we start to look at look at this, and, and you know, when when people become fearful and people become emotional without clarity, you start to make financial decisions that could potentially impact you for the worse, which, you know, selling out of, of your holdings. And when somebody sells out, there's also always somebody on the other end to buy. And when the masses yeah, are selling, that's true. The institutional people are going in and buying, and that's what our teams are doing. That's a, it can be a good time for that. So if we're kind of keeping this with some data and some information we got here, Sean, just to kind of share with people, if you're looking at this like something like Ebola or, or SARS or something like that, Ebola caused the S&P to, uh, to fall about 7%, but it also rebounded pretty fast. And that's kind of what you're alluding to, right? I mean, I think once they kind of, what the fear kind of sets over or containment versus you know, uh, pandemic, I think that's when we see markets rebound. Right. You know, there's a lot of quarantines going on right now and, sure. and businesses are being shut down for or closed down for the, at least the short term. You know, you and I were just talking about that. They uh, didn't work for two weeks. That's part yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. So production is, is slow right now. But what happens is you have to remember that coronavirus isn't nearly as deadly as Ebola. Right. No. Uh, yeah. You know, and we're going to see that as the story continues to develop and as fear starts to build, it creates a pretty unique buying opportunity to continue to move allocations around and go after some of the, I hate to say this, but some of the fear of the retail investors that are going out and they're panicking and they're selling, mm -hmm. that's fine. Okay. Right. Our institutional teams are on the back end and they'll gladly take those shares off people's hands at a discount. So we're just going to go out and we're going to take advantage and we're going to take opportunity when it comes. Well, you know, I think it's interesting. And as you mentioned, you and I were talking about this, you know, the, a lot of the, China, the Chinese, basically a lot of the workers, which about 80% of products come from China. I don't know what the exact number is, but it's a lot, right? And uh, they didn't work for two weeks and it was coming off the end. And they're back to work now. And mm -hmm. if anything is cyclical, I think that could, or, um, you know, market kind of reacts, but that could also be a little bit for the fact that just production's been down for a couple of weeks. I just saw a story where it said toy production is expected to be down for the holiday season at the in 2020 based on this because they do a lot of toy production in February, March, and April. So, I mean, they're the kind of future casting all the way to Christmas and saying just due to slow production, that could be part of the problem. So I think it could be an ongoing story, but I don't think it's one that it's not it shouldn't derail anything, at least not in my opinion. I don't know. What do you think? Pandemics don't derail $20 trillion economies. <laughs> OK, there I mean, you go. <laughs> you know, I mean, yes, it could be. Don't cause scary. some hiccups, sure. Yeah. yeah, but right now, I mean, if you go back and we talk a lot about consumer confidence, we talk about unemployment here in the U.S. These stories that are coming out, uh, you know, the flu and or coronavirus and all, all this stuff, 
Yeah, they create panic, but they they do very little to alter the fundamentals that drive our U.S. economy at this point in time. It's an emotional reaction. Yeah, yeah. And so if we focus on the fundamentals and we know what our plan looks like, we can continue to go in a positive manner regardless of what's happening emotionally out out around us. Yeah, I saw something that I saw a little thing just come up and it said... uh, could be experiencing the single biggest drop in a hundred years or something like that. And, but it did say, and I was actually glad to see that this media report said that it said, it did say, but by comparison, for example, if we want to look at black Monday back in 1987, uh, it was 23% or something like that. A 500 point drop was 23%. The market's grown so much now, Sean, that 3%, a thousand points is only 3%. I mean, that's, you got to kind of factor that in, right? We're talking 3%, not the end of the world. Right, and and it's earnings from the start of the year. So the start of this year, and it's February. Yeah, Yeah, so we lost we lost some earnings. Well, there will be some recovery that goes on. You know, it's I don't mind to sound cold or crass. No, no, I think Uh, that's uh, what we're uh, talking about analytically. Yeah, I mean, from a fundamental standpoint, you know, there's if we're allocated to where we're we're invested in the markets, and we took a three and a half percent loss, and we're not comfortable with that, maybe that's a good indicator that. I'm really not quite sure how I'm allocated, how my mm. how my accounts are structured. Maybe I should take a step and go and speak with somebody to get a clear handle on how I'm I'm currently invested and how that's going to affect my plan down the road. Now, that's a great point. Well, I think we'll wrap it up with that and just kind of say, look, you know, it's easy to get worked up. It's easy to get concerned. Certainly, this story is going to continue to develop, and we'll, I'm sure, talk about it from time to time. But if you think about 2019, 2019 ended up being a really good uh, overall year for the market, right, Sean? Isn't right. it pretty high? But there were several times during 2019 when it dropped quite a bit, didn't it? Like there were a couple of months where it got it knocked down for a few weeks, and then a couple of months later it was back up. You know, down, up, down, up. I kept calling when we were doing the podcast all last year. I kept calling it Rocky. Like it, it seems like it would get beat down and it would get back up again, like a Rocky movie. You know, right? It's just ebbs and flows, a little bit of corrections to keep the market moving forward. Fundamentals. Okay. Yep. Just remember, fundamentals are should drive the economy. And fundamentally, we're still pretty strong right now. There you go. All right, folks. So look, if you have, do have some concerns and you want to have a chat, if you're already working with Sean and the team, give him a call at 800-599-9895. It's 800-599-9895. Uh, if maybe you have gotten this through a newsletter or an email or something like that, or you subscribe to the podcast uh, at the website, and you got some questions about your situation not working with the team yet, still give them a call. Uh, don't panic, but don't take you know any action until you talk with your advisor or an advisor. We always say that on the show. So make sure you reach out to them, 800-599-9895. Again, 800-599-9895 to talk with Sean Lee and the team at Elevated Retirement Group serving the entire uh, state of Utah, really. And you can find them online at elevatemyretirement.com. That's elevatemyretirement.com. All right, my friend, I will see you in a couple of weeks for another podcast, and we'll have a happier subject, hopefully. (laughs) Sounds good. Thanks, man. Take care, folks. We'll see you next time here on the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, and all those type places. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.